With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Recorded live. Afternoon, um, everybody. Uh, got another conversation episode uh, here for you today. Uh, we're going to be uh, bouncing around a couple different things, uh, mainly why Colin Kaepernick having issues getting signed. Um, as always, we're, we're trying to bring different vantage points to you. Uh, today we're going we're gonna to have uh, Kevin and Tripp give you their, their uh, take on how things are going as far as Kaepernick, Kaepernick not being signed. Um, I'm going to let uh, Kevin run point on this one. Uh, Kevin, wh- what do you feel about this situation? Uh, sh- should he be signed? Uh, shouldn't he be signed and why? Yes, good, good questions. Let me know if I start breaking out because I think someone's trying to call me. Um, yeah, I. So I don't think it's. Um, I don't think it has as much to do with his talent than it has as much to do with his actions last year. But I do think there is a combination here that, I, like, I think we like to make it just cut and dry. If, you know, the guy kneeled during the national anthem. He's obviously. Um, he wouldn't. You wouldn't think of him, or at least the NFL wouldn't think him. Think of him as the face of a of the league. He doesn't look like Tom Brady. Um, you know, he he doesn't um, he doesn't follow the quote unquote mold so far in the NFL. I think that has a lot to do with it. I think the fact that he took a stand uh, and in the way he took a stand um, has a lot to do with it. But I I do think there's a bit of a combination here. For example, if Colin Kaepernick had the same skill set as Tom Brady, I think he would have been signed already. Um, I think there's an element of do we outweigh or what outweighs the the media hype. So obviously whatever team is going to get him, they're going to catch some kind of heat for signing him. And does his talent outweigh the heat that inevitably they're going to get for signing Colin Kaepernick? And so before all the kneeling, um, the NFL got exposed pretty bad by the mobile quarterback in 2012 and 2013. But in 2014, the NFL kind of caught up, and you had a lot of mobile quarterbacks that statistically went in decline, um, Colin Kaepernick being one of them. I don't have any statistics pulled up right off the bat. Um, but I know he, I know him and RG3, their numbers are very similar over their career for their short career, at least. Um, Cam Newton I think, took a step back, too. Yeah, Cam. But, um, I mean, that's, that's absolutely right. And the only difference I see is the fact that Cam was a much better passer than both Kaepernick and RG3, in my opinion. Um, but anyway, uh, to your point, yeah, he, he did definitely take a step back. So I definitely think it has to do with the fact that he kneeled during the national anthem. Uh, and unfortunately in today's society, no one listens anymore. So everybody assumed that they, that they knew the exact reason, the exact intent, the exact motivation, 
uh, instead of just listening to the young man speak about it, um, because it started getting into, oh, he doesn't support the troops, and he hates the soldier. I mean, it it went just all the way, you know, into la-la land, if, if you will. So I think you have all this stigma behind it. I think you have the NFL that is trying their best to make their image whatever you want to call it, um, but definitely they don't want to get into any type of social justice. They don't want to get into any type of po- politics that counter whatever the majority of their viewing audience may be, or at least the ownership is. Um, but at the same time, I really feel like if he was um, a starter already, meaning his numbers were you know, top, even 10 or 15 in the league, I think he would have been signed by now. So for me, I think it's a combination. It's probably 80-20, and maybe even that's generous. Um, But I definitely think the kneeling plays a huge part and the fact that his skill set was on a decline. Like I said, I just think teams are like, well, I just don't think the the attention outweighs the reward, my opinion. Okay, that makes sense. Um... I'm looking up their completion percentages uh, in comparison. I'm gonna do Cam Newton since RG3. I just don't. I don't know if he's relevant enough. He's not. Compare with the trip. Trip. What's your uh, What's your take on the subject? Uh, I feel how Kevin does. I think I think the percentages are closer. I think it's more. I think like, they are too. I think it's more like sixty forty. Um, he lost his starting position a couple years ago. Uh, so it's it's not like the nailing cost him the starting job. Um, you know, he lost starting job to blame, uh, blame, uh, Gabbard. <laughs> so it's, it, it's not as if a lesser quarterback hasn't already taken his job. Then his situation, new coach coming through, new system, new GM, new, just new everything. You know, there was no home there. Then, um, also in his stats, they really took a hit once Harbaugh left, who really knew what he was doing with him, um, play calling wise. Um, I think which which led to his, his decline to losing his uh, starting position, even though it was a different coach. Um, can't think of his name. The guy from Oregon that was coaching the Eagles went there a couple years. Um, oh, I know who you're talking about, Chip Kelly. And yeah, Chip Kelly. You you thought if. His, his skill set yeah. worked in any system. It would be his system. Plus, I heard he had, like, three surgeries at one time. Um, that was leading into the season. He started kneeling. Where when you have, start having that many surgeries and you're not getting the same snaps you used to get, yeah. in the NFL, at your age, even there in 30, they're not really going to give you a chance at quarterback. I mean, it just is what it is. I think this and the kneeling, make it an interesting subject to talk about. And I think some people will say, oh, it's because of the kneeling. But I I think without the kneeling, he would have trouble getting a job. Um, yeah. Backup-wise, because, you know, he doesn't fit a lot of the NFL season. Plus, Kevin pointed out, a lot of, a lot of the defenses have caught up to mobile quarterbacks, so you can't run the uh, the the option the way the way you could when – they all first came to the league. Like when he when he went to the Super Bowl, they were run. He was doing a lot of running plays, a lot of uh, yeah. option plays 
out of the backfield, a lot of throwing on the run. I think I always thought with him when he got that huge contract, I always thought that's Harbaugh. Harbaugh did that. Harbaugh, any any team Harbaugh goes to, the quarterback goes through the roof. It's that just go through the roof. I think a lot of people have looked at that and see that. He's a system quarterback, and it's a system most people don't even run. Um, mix that with, I wouldn't even say, and, and, and I, I know I'll take a lot of backlash for this, I wouldn't even necessarily say it's, it's racist as much as, and I'll just call it corporate America because for the most part it is corporate America. They don't like people that don't get in line for whatever it is, you know. So when you when you do something that brings a black eye to them, a lot of GM, a lot of GMs, a lot of aren't going to risk bringing you in when you're fighting for the second or third position when they can be bringing in a young quarterback to develop or using that spot as a running back or a quarterback or a cornerback or something, you know. So I think just his skill set, um, like Kevin said, just declining stats and the way the NFL is, like you said, if, if he was not even Tom Brady, if he was more like a Joe Flacco, I could see him yeah. getting signed. If he, if he was a pocket passer, I could see somebody giving him um, shine saying that uh, supposedly Baltimore is, is looking into possibly signing him, uh, one being hardball, two being we can use mobile quarterback, even though Joe Flacco is a, a pocket passer. We did have um, Tyrod Taylor in our system for years and groomed him quite well uh, to become a pro bowler. Um so I think they think they can use him because Flacco has an injury issue and might not be ready for week one. So just to bring in another quarterback to help him out, you know, give him, give him a look. I think Baltimore is most likely going to do it. But then I'm hearing news today that Flacco could be back in a week. Flacco comes back in a week, they're not going to do it. But if they need to, I can see them doing it. If any team that runs a mobile quarterback, if they go down in training camp with a torn ACL, I can see him getting a look. Otherwise, he should start looking for a new profession. All right, so real quick, just to to compare numbers, do you guys consider completion percentage a fair, fair, like, way to look at comparison as far as accuracy is concerned, Tripp and Kevin? Uh, Somewhat. Um, because the offense plays a big part into it. Um, and the only reason I'm saying that is because RG3 in 2012 had his completion percentage, I think, was like close to 70%. It was astronomical. But when you look at the offense, he was doing a lot of quick slants and just not complicated, yeah. you know, routes. There was, they were, and, and with the it. way the, the read option works anyway, you're, you're drawing in linebackers that are freeing up kind of open spaces. I mean, but we, I, I think we can still use it, but just there's always a caveat. So I, I, on I, was, I, was try, I was trying to make it quick, but I'm going to give you a couple different stats. Yeah. So Ka- Kaepernick's 59.8% completion percentage. Um, Cam Newton is 58.4 completion percentage. You, Ironically enough, they both played at six seasons here. Um, so they've been uh, in the league almost the exact same amount of time. 
Here's what's interesting to Kevin's point of view, though. Um, he's got a lot more. Kevin's got a whole lot more yards, almost double, 21,000. Go ahead. Can I, can I cut it? Yeah. I was going to say you have to couple that with uh, reception yardage because this, as you said, Cam Newton's yardage is a lot more because if you're throwing quick slants and 10 yards in, 7 yards in, you're going to be averaging like 9, 8 yards of reception, which is terrible. You need to be around 15 to be a, right. a, a premier quarterback. And that was taking me over to the to the next stat, which was uh, yards per game. Um, Cam's at 234. Um Kaepernick is at 177. So what that tells me is that, to your point, Trip, he's throwing the ball down the field. Kaepernick yeah. is not. And then and if, even if you wanted to go tiebreaker with rushing yards, um, Kaepernick got 2,300 over his career. Uh, Cam's got 1,000 more, 3,500. Another, another I mean, stat, Dwayne, can you look mm-hmm. at uh, attempts? Because that says a lot too. At how many? Let me see. It's, it's like ball. a lot of stuff here. Average yards. To the internet. Sorry, it's a lot of stuff here. Yeah, average yards. So, do you want me to do, you want me to do the highest? Take both their highest average yards? Because yeah, you can actually both of them aren't very high. <laughs> no, the average and and fifteen sounds high, trip. I think it does. I think twelve. <laughs> I think twelve is like. But, uh, because well, I would say premier. A, a premier, like, top. I, I, don't know looking 15, for. I don't know if anybody has 15 yards. Yeah, 15's right. a lot. That's 15's a lot, yeah. I, what are I, I Cam's Cam highest eight. season is eight. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, and I his, think his that's average high. is 7.4. Yeah. And then Kaepernick, right. his, is, his highest is 8.3. And his average yeah. is 7.3. So he's Ken, getting Ken, big Ken, hits, but he's... He's still not really very – he's not over 200 yards. He's over 200 yards his best season, 210. That's yeah. the highest he, he averaged per yard in the air. I, could you – Go ahead. Could could you look at like a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady to yeah, yeah. see what, what their average – You know, the only reason yeah, why yeah. I kind of know somewhat about this because they talk about Joe Flacco's a lot. Really, they really want you to be in double digits. His has been low the last. He's check down king. He, yeah, he, he loves uh, his check down. He, he's, <laughs> he's a post. He's a postseason Brady, like, Brady may not like be his, his regular Brady, season numbers. You, you said Drew Brees, right? Not because Brady's not may not be a good Brees, comparison. Brees, he does a lot yeah, of he's got a lot of lows. He's a, he's a check down king too. Yeah, he's running the West Coast offense. You could look at Matt Ryan. That might be a better. Yeah. Air it out. Or Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah. I'm already I, on Drew Brees. You guys have to work with me here. No, going backwards. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the top. He's the top. Okay, so this is crazy. I mean, there's a lot more data to go off of, but Drew Brees' highest yards per attempt is 8.5. Yeah, that's, I think he's, that's he's a check-down guy, too, though. That's his I, highest I don't think season. Anybody, his average is seven point five over all his seasons. I don't okay. think anybody averages. But he's, over 10 he's yards throwing the ball fifty times a game. So that's right. that's yeah, another right. weird one. Who, who? So we said Matt Ryan, right? Is that a better yeah. one? Well, yeah. but Matt Ryan's going to be probably close, close to that. I, that's what I mean. I, I really think that your eight nine 
is your elite. I don't think I don't think anybody averages double digits in passing or um, yards in attempt. That's because that's I mean, if you average that, you're averaging a first down on every throw, and I don't think anybody does that. It is, but you're okay. also throwing chunks. Matt there, Ryan you know, is, the high, is the highest we've seen, and that was last year. Okay. And he's still career 7.4. Yeah. And he's he's at 9.3. And what's he's not so, high, high attempt. Let's, let's – since we're already going through all these, can we just check out Flacco? Wacko for Flacco? Uh, you, you, you're going to be I – don't, I don't know – I don't know if you want to do that, Trip. His. <laughs> Yo, Flacco. I'm curious. So he's he's probably right. He's probably right in there with all those other guys. This last year's probably well, well, low, but yeah. And also tell me what was. Yeah, I want to know what last year was because they were going. Off. Uh, 2016, 6.4. So we knew that was going to be low. His highest was 7.4 with an average of 6.9. So he's below average. So like, so like below eight, awesome, nine I guess. is high. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember if you're, if, you're, Kirk, if you're over eight, you're doing big things. Because I think Kirk, Kirk was around eight. I can't, I can't swear on that, but I think Cousins was around there. That's why I was his yards per attempt. I think was decent. You, 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 sure. you can bring him up, and I think he he's been in the league about at least five years. So he he's around their draft class. Uh, he, was maybe drafted, more. he was drafted in 2012 with RG3. Remember? Yeah, I mean, RG3, I'm talking about Cam Newton and Captain Collin. Captain, oh, uh, yeah. Colin Kaepernick, so. Um, coming out of college, I, I really liked him because he's a passing quarterback. And he, what, you guys give him in the third round? Fourth. He was a, he was a sitting Fourth. Yeah. Right. I mean, Kaepernick, too. Kaepernick wasn't a high draft pick. So going, going back to going back to Kaepernick, going back to Kaepernick real quick, trip. And I yeah. was watching um, Undisputed today, and there's there's been a lot of things that have disturbed me about Kaepernick and, and his stance. And um, I'm not going to go into whether I support his stance or not, but you know whatever that stance was, it was one with conviction. He was then asked later on about some details about Black history because you know they're going to come. Somebody's going to quiz you at some point. And they're he coming. didn't have a – say it again. I said they're coming. Yeah. So th- they're going to check you on your facts because you're, you're taking the stance of a civil rights leader, essentially, by this simple um, movement yeah. that you're making. And you can call it a movement because of all the attention that it got. And um, basically, the answers that I saw – and, I, you know, I'm no, I'm no critic. I, I don't know what's right or what's wrong, but – I wasn't too comfortable with him having the license for the movement that he was doing. And this morning it was reported that the Ravens are done with that deal. Really? They don't want any, they don't want anything to do with it right now. Didn't they sign, like didn't you, they sign a quarterback? I don't know. No, if they like, signed like, somebody. like, like I said, a when Flacco got hurt on Wednesday, they said he might not see the first week. Then yesterday, they're reporting yeah, he's, he's probably going to be a week, maybe less than a week. That's what I was saying. If he if he's down for over a month, I can see them bringing in, him in. But if they think he's going to come back in a week, they already got two other quarterbacks on the roster. I think they signed they someone today, Trip, uh, an arena they, quarterback. They, did they? 
Yeah. I, I haven't I haven't looked and at I think I think, I think, that think, was a, I think you're right, Trip. I think you're right, Kevin. And yeah. and and he and here's here's my point on this. I I I I saw I didn't disagree or agree with what Colin was doing. I'm not gonna choose a side or I'm not gonna tell you guys what chat side I chose. But after hearing his comments to some of the questions that uh that he was asked, one of them, did you vote? Him not voting wasn't a big deal. His reason for not voting made me feel kind of weirded out. Um, your organization trip, uh, it was it was like it doesn't matter anyway. Don't I don't even want to quote it because I feel like that's an uh-huh. absurd quote. I just know I didn't like the answer. Um, right. So your organization, which is one that I trust mainly because of Ozzy, um, comes out. They say they're interested in them. They they want to deal with them. They they, they think that, that this would be a good place for them. Uh, you have structure to your organization. Then they come out and basically say they don't want anything to do with them and sign another I quarterback. And that, I, and don't, that quarterback I, don't, I don't I don't I don't know. Let if me they finish. Said that, let me finish. Let me finish. But you you it's throw an, it in for it's, it's an arena. It's an arena quarterback. And I'm just saying, let me finish. I let you talk your entire uh, time, and I just want to get my thought out. It's an arena quarterback. That's a backup arena quarterback. Now Kevin's saying that it 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 kind of it kind of jogged my memory, and it made me when that happened. It made me think about how I felt when I spoke to him. Well, not when I spoke to him, when I heard the the reporters asking him questions about him voting in other black civil rights situations and the answers that he was confidently giving. Do you guys think it's possible that they were interested? They spoke to him, and then they were like, "This guy's a loose cannon." We don't want anything to do with them. Do you think that's possible? Uh, no, because they already have the homework. Because one brother calls the other brother, they wouldn't have to really interview him. I I just went on the Ravens website. They signed a guy named Olsen. They said they still might sign Kaepernick too. You know, the Ravens because they're a West Coast team, they do prefer a pocket passer. So he doesn't. I, our offense isn't necessarily tailored towards him. I could just see them giving him a shot because of the hardball thing. You know, it's training camp. I don't see them that, giving a guaranteed deal. I don't see them giving him multiple years. I just see him them, if anything happens, giving him opportunity. They Now that their name has come out, because there's a reason if your name comes out, um, if something happens, I think they'd still be open to signing him. I don't think they view him as a loose cannon, uh, especially the characters they sign on this team. Um, as long as you're somebody that can take orders and shows up to work every day, they'll give you a chance. Um, and, and, and I think the Ravens will give him a chance because the Ravens are already all, always looking for a bargain. Like our backup right now is Ryan Mallett. Like how many teams has Ryan Mallett got chased off of, you know? He's definitely not as bad as uh, Colin Kaepernick. I mean, uh, his situation was worse than Colin Kaepernick, but he has a lot of upside. The Ravens, they don't mind risking upside for backup just from to come in for a game or two. They'll they'll do it. There's another thing that I just remembered, too. Um, Beginning of, I guess it was last year, because – I guess all this happened last year, right? It was, uh, yeah, last start yeah. last year. Because Chip, Chip Kelly, 
Chip Kelly was still there last year, right? Yeah. Yes, he was. So one thing I remember in training camp is um, Kaepernick couldn't start out throwing the ball in training camp. Right, yeah, the three shoulders. Yeah, the surgeries and, and his shoulder was too weak, and they said a lot of this had to do with the fact that he played baseball um, for so long. I guess in college he was a dual sport. Yeah, they said he had dead arm or something like that. Is Basically, that, yeah. Just, yeah. And so, and so again, um, all all the other stuff combined with the fact that if your numbers are declining, your offense isn't suited for a mobile guy, and then you have a guy that you might have to do a kind of a pitch count. You. If there's just a lot of upcoming talent every year in the NFL, there's always some guy who, you know, is trying out for quarterback. Um, but no, I I didn't realize that. Um, uh, I, like I said, I I just forgot that that they had gone yeah. through that during training camp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was saying that, and uh, some people were offended he was doing it because he wasn't even playing to start out. So it was like, right. what is this guy doing over there? Yeah, yeah. And let me like, let me back up because I just I just remembered that that um that was Chip Kelly coaching the team. So yeah. you don't think that your organization spoke to this man? You think that one brother just called the other brother, and he got all the information he needed? Yeah. So they, you think uh, one of the it, best it, organizations it, in the land well, look, didn't actually we, talk we, to the player directly at any point before making a decision? They, they they talk about it all the time with the Ravens. You if you went to our roster and seen how many former players played with Harbaugh either in college or in in the or the Ravens trust a lot of relationships. That's why we draft a lot of Alabama players because Ozzy's from Alabama. We drafted three last year. I think yeah, three at least two last year and a player from Michigan, Harbaugh guy. You know we. We grab up Harbaugh guys. I'm just letting you know. It's a, it's, if I hadn't seen it before, I'd say, oh, don't worry about it. But, and they say it. Oh, it's hard. If, if the brother likes this guy, then the other brother's going to like him. And, and, and it's, it's, a, it's a simple call because they've had so well, many conversations. Well, like, There's liking, not a lot liking of. Liking the person and using their opinion as the sole reason I'm, but for I'm, you to I'm make a business about, decision or not, I think it's not, crazy. So. I mean, if your organization doesn't talk to the players before they make their decisions, I, I have to view them totally differently now, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, I mean, I mean what, what do you great, mean by and I, talk and to I think, them? Like... I, I think you – so if, if I look at a player and I'm a businessman and I see this player's taking a lot of um, negative publicity, which I, I'm going to say that this is negative publicity. Um, I want to talk to him, see where his head is at, I want to see where he at, where he's at in his life, what he's learned about, uh, what's been happening to him. And even though I still may call you, Trip, because you work with him, uh, he may be a different person now two years later, especially as young as these guys are. Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. And, and I, I would like to take a step back. If the Ravens, again, I'll say if the Ravens did give him a chance, it would just to be out there throwing – scout team during training camp and running, getting opportunity in preseason games, but they wouldn't be thinking, oh, he's going to be our future. It would be, we have a well, not Well, not, not future. And, and your, your quarterback. No, your quarterback I'm, I'm telling you injury. how the Ravens operate. Well, I've, I'm just I've had back injuries, so I can talk about it from an educated place. They right. could be, it could be nothing, but then you may not play for six months. 
Like, you may wake yeah, up one day yeah, but and Ryan, you have to send emails from the floor. Like, it's a weird injury. Ryan, Ryan Mallett would get the nod way before they brought somebody else in. They're high on Ryan Mallett. But then who's your backup oh. after that? Let's uh, pretend the guy, the, guy, the guy no, the they guy dra- didn't they, sign they, today. No, they drafted a guy, and now they brought in this Olsen guy. But the Ravens for training camp, especially with Flacco Hurt, they'll have five quarterbacks. They do it every training camp. And then, you know, they give people shots. You know, for a long time we kept – what's his name with his dead arm? Um, Matt Schaub stayed with us for two years with his dead arm. You know what I'm saying? The Ravens just mm-hmm. do it. I can't well, explain they, and it. And every, every team has a camp quarterback that they know isn't going to make the right. team, but they need people to throw and they don't want to wear out their starters. Right. So okay. I see them giving him that opportunity, which means he's got to get on the field. There's got to be film tape. They're used to putting packages together with, with a semi-running quarterback because we are a run-based team. Um, that's why I said they would give him that shot. But to invest and think that he may start or take Flacco's job if needed to, that's not even on the table. That's why I'm saying they really wouldn't need to talk to him because it's not a – Flacco's got it's a, a, it's a, He's not taking his job, but I could see Kaepernick having to play if he's on the roster. I can see it happening. I'm telling you, the Ravens, but the the Ravens don't do that. They had Tyrod Taylor for years until he finally was like, guys, I'm leaving. I'm a starter, you know, giving him no shine because Flacco never got hurt. It's just how mm-hmm. they do things. It's just they don't, lie, they don't mind picking up a quarterback like that as an insurance policy slash they can work him and maybe put him in a trade or something. Plus they do it, I think, for good vibes. Like, the Ravens just back-to-back characters. I don't want to say, and you have said negative pub, uh, publicity. I don't want to say his publicity is too negative. Where the Ravens have brought in worse players, just with, you know, college players, or just, you know, Steve Smith. I don't want to compare him to Kaepernick, but his last years, a lot of people are saying nobody wanted him just because of his attitude, you know. Mm-hmm. And we brought him in. We, we we don't mind strong characters because you're either going to get in line or we're going to ship you out. Veteran players, you're going to get the veteran minimum if you're not as good as someone like Steve Smith. And if you don't act right, it's not guaranteed money. They're cutting you and moving. You saw what they did to Ray Rice. They'll cut and move. They don't, you know. Yeah, but for this one, I just feel like i got to stick to my gun. Why would you – you basically picked a backup uh, indoor arena Quarterback like like Kevin, like Kevin said, it's his camp on. He's not he's not yeah. making it past camp. They need five. They got they got three and a possible. They still need a fifth. Usually they have like, and it's why Ravens the Ravens do do certain stuff. It's why they always find like um, undrafted free agents because they bring a lot in to get those those to, to me camp. to me. But if you they have can't all, find the guy, all possible. To be honest with you, I don't What'd see you any. I to me, it's kind of like uh, like spades right now for who you have on your roster. What I know about them, you don't have like a one in a possible. You have all possible. Like if he got no, on I'm that not team, I think you have. You're looking at the I'm I'm looking at it as as a worst case scenario. I'm talking about a slack of right. and, and, and what I'm I, I give him is... a, a just as good a chance as Ryan Mallett if he was to get on the team. 
I'll be honest. Oh, no. That's just how I look at I, it. I mean, I mean, I'm telling you, as a Ravens fan, like, well, one, they expect Flacco to play every game. So I think this is a, 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 a moot point. When I was saying three and a possible, I was saying warm bodies to make training camp. Because the roster's at, like, 75. They only keep 52. So they bring mm-hmm. in a lot of bodies to save the legs and save the arms. If your main quarterback's already hurt, then you need more arms. You don't, you don't want to wear him out in training camp. So that's why I'm saying on the roster, they have three signs not counting Flacco. They still need one, and they especially need one if, if Flacco, like you said, with a back injury, and they want him to take it easy for the next two weeks. Because they got so to get these let me, ask you from this, let me ask you, I understand all that. Let me ask you from this point of view. None, none of these quarterbacks why, are making the why, roster except why, Ryan Mallett. Why, why, why? Pick this other guy when you could have picked. Uh, They're not picking that. They're not. I'm. I'm telling you, this guy they signed is not making the roster. There's no way. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. I'm but I'm just saying, if they wanted good pub to show, they give people second chances. Why pick him over? No, 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 a, no. A I don't. Quarterback I, 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 I don't. I don't think they do stuff for pub. I. I think they do stuff for good vibes in the universe. That's the same. Not. Thing. Not. Nah, they don't. They don't. They don't publicize the bad bad guys that come to their team that they turn good. I'll, I'll give you another team that does this, and they're not going to take them. But but if he played, the, if he had a different skill set, I could see him in New England because New England always takes players like this. They're another team. They take damaged players where fooling them on your team costs you nothing, but you can benefit possibly later. Mm-hmm. New England always does it. You know, when Chad Johnson was washed up, they still gave the man his chance. You know, and, and his, and his, he, he's worth bringing in than Colin Kaepernick. I wouldn't want to compare Colin Kaepernick's situation to how Chad Johnson acted his entire career. But, there, you know, there, there's other players they brought on. Um, the receiver who got the DUI in Arizona, Michael Floyd. Found sleep at a red light, cut by the Cardinals. A week later, New England signed him. They, they, some teams just are willing to take bad eggs because they feel like their their system can conform them. And if they can't, they just kick you out. They don't care. The I NFL. hear you. I hear you. Not all teams operate like that, and 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 I, I see why. For you, it looks funny. For me. As a Ravens fan, it's business as usual. Um, we all, um, you know, we all, all, they always just carry two quarterbacks. And, um, you know, Ryan Mellon with a deal going past this year. So, it is what it is. All right, Kev, did you have anything to add to that? Um, yeah, well, I was just going to say, I mean, just to kind of add on, uh, I, I agree with Trip. There are certain franchises that don't mind taking on <clears throat> players, if you will, with uh, baggage. Um, I also think that there are actually only certain franchises that can really handle the baggage, New England being one of them. Like, New England is well known throughout the league. You're either going to do it New England's way or you will get cut. We don't care who you are. And so a lot of times players with baggage know ahead of time you know they have to conform to the to the New England way, um, but not every franchise is like that. A lot of franchises aren't that strong. And the reality is, for New England, 
you know, you've got five Super Bowl rings and this is why you're going to do it our way. I mean, they're a winning team, you know. You have certain franchises that don't have that kind of clout and, and they're not going to – they don't force you to do certain things. I, I think one of the other reasons why maybe teams don't want to bring in Kaepernick um, is because whatever team signs him, that's going to be a media frenzy now. And so now you've got all this attention for potential or, yeah. right, or even a guy that may never make the roster, but you've got to answer questions. You've got to go. I mean, it, I, I know I feel like most NFL teams of, try to avoid drama, even though there's always some kind of drama, except maybe if you're Dallas. I think Dallas actually likes the drama. Um, yeah, I was, I was just about to say that. I, I can see a team like Dallas bringing yeah. them in, knowing you're going to cut them. After but, 20, but after preseason, yeah. just right. for the extra media coverage. Yeah, I think Jerry's one of those owners that he could care what he could care what kind of publicity it is. As long as you're talking about Dallas, he's he's winning. So not not every franchise is that way, but I, like I remember, um, like when you know, like when RG three got um, he got benched for Kirk, and for the first you know three four weeks, it was all about well. RG3 being benched, not the fact that you have a starter now. Let's talk about the starter. So, And, of course, it's more drama if you talk about the guy getting cut, not the guy who actually made it. Um, so I think I think that might be just another reason. People don't want to – they just don't want the media frenzy for potentially a backup or even more so potentially a guy you have to cut because then you're going to have to explain why you brought him in, and then when you cut him, you have to explain why you cut him. And, and, no, you know, that's, not, that's not true. You can just say we just want to give him a shot. Well, you know, he's not he's not getting anything higher than a veteran minimum. I I, yeah, I got to you know say, say Kevin right on. Yeah, you, not you a know the media trip, but yeah. for an RG three situation, for a for a Colin Kaepernick situation, you're gonna have to answer. Somebody's gonna oh, have to yeah. answer why he was cut. Oh yeah, and you're gonna have to answer point. why you why you sign him. Do you agree with him taking a knee? What if he takes a knee on your team? Are you going to let him take a knee? Are you going to let other players take a knee? Come on, the media is going to drill you yeah, no, you no, no, I, Kaepernick. I, I agree with that, but I'm just saying you're not going to... You, you, you can say from the get-go when he gets there and they're like, oh, you signed Kaepernick, does he have a chance to be a starter on the team? All you have to say is he hasn't even made the team yet. He needs to get in the playbook. You know, let's see how things go. That's all you have to say. Then when you cut him, you in, say you know, a, he wasn't good in a enough. Perfect, in a perfect world, that makes sense, Trip. but when the, 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 the camera's on you and the mic's in your face and you're not expecting the question, as good as your organization is, the way you guys handled that Ray Rice situation was a nightmare. It's pretty easy to say. Not, I, your, I guess, I are, guess you, are you that's, serious that's right now, Trip? Do you want to yeah. switch and talk about really how you guys handled this? I mean, you guys are great, but yeah. you, but it just shows the ineptitude of the National Football League and leadership as a whole. One of the best organizations didn't properly handle a cut-and-dry situation. You guys so, asked, so, you asked Janae Rice to make an apology on, uh, on social media, yeah. and, and she came out and admitted that you guys asked her to do it. The, rest of, the social media exploded and was wondering why she apologized and almost yeah. burnt your stuff to the ground. You know, nah, speaking, I mean, that, that's because all, of that. That's that, all, was, that was a horrible idea. How do you make the victim apologize? But that's all, that's all, out of, that's all out of town. Like, we're still one of the premier franchises value-wise. You didn't take a value knock. You know, you no one handles everything. When there's people no, sitting in the streets, we all know the stock market. The game still, the, hey, the game the still sold out. Fell off. <laughs> we, we, were still, we were still TV. We were still on TV. 
The game's still sold out. I, I'm just telling you, as a Baltimore fan, like we I saw that stuff, we heard that stuff. But that was a – you have to look at yourself and say that was a horrible idea for them to, to, to say that. They, they had to deal with a lot of backlash for no reason. All they had to do was make Ray Rice apologize. That, isn't that an easy situation? I mean, you tell me. Would you make – if you whoop, if you whooped your girlfriend's behind and you guys had a huge company, would you ask her to go out and make an apology for how she acted, uh, how she got well, knocked well, out? Well, Is that a good idea? I, I, I feel the way I guess the Ravens feel, she was part to blame for that incident. If you want to say she had no blame in that incident, then, yeah, I differ there. She, she, she had no blame in getting knocked out. And having her no, I'm not. I'm not. So, <laughs> no, she 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 spit on the dude. She's cussing at him. She's hitting him. I'm not saying he had the right she to spit. hit her, she but you can't. Him. That's what you're saying, though. When she apologized, you that's what you're saying. Hold on. So, Hold so on. but 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 this is just listen to me. So, if if these two were not married and they're two different employees, and that whole situation was recorded, you wouldn't make the employee. Who started the situation? Apologize? You would say, "Oh, you're acting fine." Absolutely not. In a public situation, absolutely not. I'm going to side with the woman. I mean, I, I, I'm going to take I, the high I, road, even though it's wrong, because we know how how the public's going to view it. Did, but she she could have said no and not done it. He wasn't getting his job back. <laughs> could have said no. You know, they pay her husband millions of dollars to play a game. No, nah, he was he no. was cut. He was cut all that time. He was cut. No, he wasn't cut at that time. He was suspended was, at that time. When, when he made the apology, can I, can I interject? On the website. Okay, go ahead, Ken. Can I interject just real quick? So, mm-hmm. uh-huh. just a slightly different angle. I, what frustrated me with the Ray Rice uh, situation was not – I mean, obviously the situation was bad, and, and there's definitely faults on both sides. What, what was weird to me was um, the NFL's – like, the NFL came out with a – so, like, we all remember. It all came out – the information we knew before the video, right? And so when the right. video came out, everything changed. What, but what bugged me was – and I'm not even sure if this is uh, Baltimore's doing more, more than the NFL's doing – was the NFL, after it came out, he admitted to it. They came out with a new policy because he had just got suspended for, I think, a game or something like that. And then they came out with a policy. Kevin, that, Kevin was this post, post-tape or pre-tape? Free tape. Free what? Free tape. Before pre-tape. the tape was released, or was it correct? This was pre. This was pre-video. Okay. He got suspended. Then the NFL came out and said, if you're a first-time offender, you automatically get suspended three games. Then the video came out, and the league pushed them out. They were basically like, you can't come back at all. They they kicked them out of the league. So yeah. What bugged me was that the NFL contradicted its own rule because this was his first-time offense. But instead of no, with their guns, well, I, I don't know if they kicked him out. But the day the day the video came out, or like the day after the Ravens, they suspended him indefinitely. Yeah, he was oh, suspended oh, indefinitely as soon as the tape came out. That's what I mean. Because so because that, because there's was. that clause, but there's that clause they have that they have the right to suspend you for any conduct done. You know, right, but, you, like, but you didn't stick to your own policy, which is first time offense, three game suspension. And, and Trip, my, my purpose isn't to attack your team or say they're – No, no, I'm not – Let me finish. My purpose is to say that the best leadership in the NFL don't, doesn't know how to conduct itself in a weird situation. That's my point. I, and that's the point that Kevin talking about 
Kaepernick bringing somebody on. It sounds, sounds easy. There's, there's a script that they type up for you, but these guys can't execute it, and that's why you don't sign them. Does that make no, sense? No, no, I, I, I agree with what you, I guess, are saying, and Kevin said it earlier. The average team could not bring him on. I'm clear on that. 80% of the – probably 90% of the teams in the league could not bring on Colin Kaepernick. I, I, I totally understand that. Um, I'm saying some teams can, Ravens being one of them. Um, but if, if, if you're not built to take on a player like that, then no. No, you shouldn't bring him on. He, and, again, I'll say this because we have gone back one way, but I'd like to bring us back the other way. His skills are declining. So I, I think without this, he was out the league. You know, so so with it, he's definitely not. You know what I'm saying? People mm-hmm. definitely aren't gonna take a chance. I believe if this never happened, and and the season still played out the way he did, and the 49ers didn't bring him back, he he he'd be in the same boat. You yeah, know, he, he's not a pocket I, passer, so he's gonna need his legs, and he's losing those. And his fat arm and his legs. I actually think. I actually think um, with – I feel like the situation was more like the cherry on top. Like, yeah, his skills were definitely yeah, declining. Exactly. He lost his starting job. Um, you know, he, he, he wasn't getting re-signed in the, in the same team that gave him a huge contract uh, where he was the starter. And now you add that on top of the skills declining. I think it was just a, it was just a, kind of the perfect storm. Like, yeah, there's definitely no way no one's going to sign him. I think if he never – I think if that situation never arose, though, I think I do think he would have gotten re-signed again. To be honest, even even skills declining, your name, your mobile, you know, someone's always going to take a chance. Um, yeah, but his, but he he. So sorry to cut you off. Were, were you sorry. still going? No, no, go ahead. He even even, I guess, back then when I was watching, like the sports people, they would bring it up how. Harbaugh leaving was the death of his career. Because I, I don't think the average coach knows how to coach a player like that. Um, I, I think that's his biggest problem more than anything. Um, Harbaugh. Be, but, like, why wouldn't his, Carolina, like, why wouldn't a team like Carolina, where their offense clearly is geared toward a mobile quarterback, even though they do a lot of passing? It they is. Still, it is. They, they, still they do a lot. runs a ton. I'm just saying, even as a and backup. He gets, and he gets lit up a ton. Yeah, like even yeah, as a backup. Well, well, even, even I feel like that's, him, where the knee, that's where the knee plays a part. Because they're like, well, maybe we would have taken a chance, but once you add on the extra drama, nah, it's not even worth it. One, one I, don't, I don't know what offense Carolina runs, but I know they do throw a lot of down-the-field down passes. Um and they said even with Cam Newton, they're taking out of a lot of the runs where he was running. They're not doing that type of stuff anymore. So they're kind of changing their playbook. Plus, you got to ask who's their backup. Because then Colin Kaepernick, you're bringing in a third player. The NFL, to me, if you're not a pocket passer, they don't really take chance on old quarterbacks. Like, there's a lot of older mobile quarterbacks. What about that, Seattle? Are you surprised Seattle didn't take a chance? Well, he he, he I'm tried really out. I'm surprised at that. I'm really surprised. He yeah, tried out, and the won. guy said, and the guy said he's he's still a starter in this league, but obviously he didn't fit their roster. I guess. 
Well, that might have just been some lip service, but yeah, I, I remember him trying it, out. He might have, or or he could be selling health exams. Probably not signing if it's a health thing. So he he could be, yeah. You know, they could be like, yeah, we're gonna sign him. And then Dwayne says talking more than talking, they're gonna say, okay, send us yeah. that medical file. Let us let us look at that. And then I think they might have looked at that and went, oh, because uh, he he definitely didn't come into the facilities. Um, I think I think that's a, that might be a huge thing. A lot of times, you know, because of HIPAA laws and stuff like that, they don't they can't. They can't even say that if that's the reason why they didn't sign it. Um, right. So that that could be a reason. To me, you can, it is it is a perfect storm, and it is, yeah, okay, you did this. That's pretty much the nail in the coffin. Um, I think to what you were saying earlier too, Dwayne, if he was more with this cause and there was more to it, I think it would have propelled him somewhere. Well, it's kind of like he did it. There wasn't really a lot with it, and his career yeah, is not going anywhere. There, so it's like, no... you know, what, what's really happening? Because it's not, you know, what I'm saying, starting a movement yeah. or, 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 you know, what I'm saying, getting a coalition together. I mean, I know you have yeah, to make like, a stand. What's your, what's your, what's your purpose? What's your end game? Like, I just. And when you think about bringing somebody on that could be potentially a leader in your organization. You really want to know that he can talk eloquently and he's not going to say something too crazy. Yeah. The stuff that he would say, I wish I could pull it up. I wish I could find it. No, I, I, now, like, now I, I, remember, it. I, I remember it. Right. Now, do you remember now it? Talk about it. I do, it was, too. It was some of the early stuff he was saying. I, I remember right after he started taking a knee and they were asking him why, and his answers were just kind of very generic. Like they were just kind of like in general. Right. And I remember kind of thinking, oh, man, I really thought – because I was – I mean, look, I, you know, I, I don't want to get into the whole ordeal, but I'm one, I'm one of the people that feels like, you know, you should be able to do whatever you want to do if you want to, if you want to kneel for the national – I mean, just speaking from a veteran perspective, like and, you are free to I, do if you I, want to do the I split during the national. Yeah. But for me to associate my business with you, you're going to have to have right. something behind it. Sure. That. Than just well, well yeah. I just don't think it's right. Like I mean, I, I'm going to need more than that for you to cause this service. I'm going to need. Well, and then I'm remember, need to mean something. remember then after that he started rocking the. Uh, the pro. Uh, well, no, no, the the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The uh, the Fidel Castro t-shirt when he died, and like I know it's cool to like. To like rock stuff like that, <laughs> but like there are Cuban Americans that literally had to flee Cuba under Castro that are here now who lost their mind when they saw that. And that's the thing, like, like if you just did a little history, I feel like you'd be like, all right, maybe this isn't a smart move right now. But yeah, it just seemed more like an impulse move, like, yeah, I'm gonna rock the shirt, I'm a renegade, I'm different. But then you don't even realize who you're offending, like the people who you right. are supposedly against. That's not offending them, but. The people that might have had your back for taking a knee now are like, nah, bro, you can't do that. Right, like, what are right, you doing? right, right. Hey, you right, doing? listen, man, I, I lived in South Florida for 16 right. years, right. and some Cubans, if you said to that Fidel Castro's yeah. name, they spit on the ground and yeah. immediately. Like, yeah. that's how it's That's the history book, yo. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. And then, and then I would give him the benefit of the doubt. If, if maybe he had the heritage, 
But yeah. and, I, and I'm not even saying because of his mother and his father because he, he lived with another group, just the other group he lived with. You know what I'm saying? I know they weren't teaching him. Um, you know, so it's like you got woke while you're in the NFL. You know, like yeah, I'll say it. I didn't buy it from the get go. I, 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 you know, I saw it as a publicity stunt. There wasn't really a lot to go with it. Like I said, it's, it's skills are in decline. I, I, um, and I think, in, yeah, in a year, but, no one will even remember his name. I, I think. And I then think again, that with was, the Fidel Castro thing, that's even yeah. like I, that. It, even it shows you don't know what what you're doing. It yeah. might have carried more weight if he was already doing things like for the movement prior to the knee. Like I think if he right, had already right. been established, he would have been like, "Wow, now nah, this dude, like this dude, is serious about it." And now he's showing kind of America how serious he is about it. But when you start, it almost felt like he started with with the knee and then kind of had to work his way back and connect him to the actual movement. <laughs> it's just an odd. Is, 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 is there even a movement? Is there, is, is there even like a real movement? I would have like, to say and, not and anymore. I, and, I, and I know I'm about, to, I'm about to say something, and I don't even care. Like, you know. That's, not, that's never a good preface, but go ahead, Trim. Whatever. <laughs> I, I don't, there's, there's, no, there's no corporate backers. You, they, they can come for me if they want to. Um, 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 and this goes with Colin Kaepernick. Um, he's included in this group. The, um, the Black Lives Matter. Like, I understand what they're trying to do, but it's like if you really, really meant I'm that. Trying to figure it out. No, no. I mean, I mean, from the outside in, just the name alone, I understand what you guys. You know, just like with Colin Kaepernick taking a knee. Why are you taking knee? Because too many African Americans are getting shot and harassed. Okay, I, you know, off the service, I can take it. But when I dig deep, um, especially Black Lives Matter, I live in Baltimore. Why are you guys not here in Baltimore? You guys are wherever, but you're not in one of the major cities where black lives are being lost every day. You can't tell me black lives matter if you're not in the streets trying to save them. Just like uh, Nat Kaepernick, don't, don't, don't take a knee for me if you're not going to go stand in front of a bunch of police with guns. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to take a knee at your job and when the cameras are on and they're seeing you, okay, that's fine. But you, you better be at every, at every uh, pa, pa, uh, rally. You better have signs. You better, you know what I'm saying, have a, a, a nonprofit set up. Like, to me, I think a lot of people just do stuff for gimmicks, and I think this was a gimmick. It was a gimmick. It, you know, I think other people might even see it was a gimmick, and that's why they might not be in love with it. Because, like you said, you could be in love with it if you got to meet them, he found out his mom was a panther or, you know what I'm saying, he, he had that raising growing up. But when you find out, oh, one day he decided to do it, okay, I'm, I'm a little skeptical. But then, okay, I'm going to give you time to prove to me. A year later, all I hear about you is that you're not in the league. To me, wait a minute, I thought you were making a stand for a cause. Why am I not hearing this call? Does, yeah, does that make you- sense? You you stole everything that I didn't want to say, so I appreciate that. We're right at the hour, guys. Did you guys want to um, go to LeVar Ball or pivot to something else, or did you want to keep on with this? I'll, I'll keep going. What's Kevin? Yeah, I, I can keep going. 
All right, can, I, can, can we talk? I know nobody wants to talk about soccer, but can we talk about Neymar's new deal? It's been killing me. <laughs> I'm Like, I wake yeah. up, and it's like nobody wants to talk to me about it. Can we – is that okay? Can we pivot to something, like, more fun? Because this is, like, pressing I think all three of these are kind of together linked. Trip, are you there? We're, we're, I think we're losing you. Are you in like a weird place? You're, you're losing me? Can yeah, you hear me back. now? I think you're back now. You're back, yeah. Okay, okay. Well, I was going to say, is, I, I think these three topics are actually kind of connected. LeVar Ball, Neymar's deal, and Colin Kaepernick. And that is, in this day and age, the former gatekeeper where, where, where you can control everything and hold everything and do what you want to do, those days are, try, are, are, are crumbling. And we're seeing even, a, you know, Colin Kaepernick or LeVar Ball, people are trying to start to use their voice to do their thing. Um, so I think, I think they're all kind of connected because I think this Neymar deal is kind of them saying, you know, giving him more voice to his name. All right, so we're, we're going to assume that most of our listeners don't like soccer and don't know anything about that land, but we, we talk about it because it impacts um, sports in the United States. Um, Neymar uh, is involved right now with a record transfer deal. So in soccer, uh, there's no trades. So there's trades, but they're not really directly connected. Uh, soccer players are commodities that you could purchase, uh, like a stock on the stock market or oil or electricity or something of that nature. And right now, PSG's got a $259 um, transfer fee that's pending, uh, depending on if uh, Barcelona wants to accept, accept that for him or not. Uh, the, the transfer is big news, but what's interesting to me is the actual deal that's on the table for Neymar himself. Um, it's $55 million pre-tax, $35 million after-tax. It's a four-year deal with a $35 million after-tax signing bonus at the table. So it's a four-year deal. It's really a five-year deal that he gets money up front. And then he gets a, 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 an investment package that's directly tied to his owner's companies that have nothing to do with soccer. Um, Trip had the floor, so I'm going to go to Kevin. Uh, Trip said he's seen deals similar to this before. I've never seen anything like it when you're essentially business partners with the, the owner of the team directly. We know LeBron's a business partner with Dan Gilbert because he impacts the franchise so much. Not only is Neymar going to be a business partner theoretically, but he's going to be a business partner um, literally because he's now going to own part of everything that the owner owns. Um, have you seen anything like this, Kevin? Are you impressed by it, or is it just fool's gold and this is the only time we're going to see a deal like this uh, ever? I, I definitely haven't seen a deal like it before. Um, I like the deal, I, at least, I mean, obviously for the, the player. Um, I think you'll start to see more deals like it. And I, I don't want to say anything crazy here, but to be quite honest with you, I'm with, with the way things are going, it wouldn't surprise me at some point if you're going to see more and more deals like this where, um, you know, players are going to start driving things um than the franchises that they play for, uh, which to me this is this is kind of a, a sign of the times the, the way things are going. So yeah, I, I could definitely see more and more things like this. Usually, usually whenever you have a new deal or a new kind of deal, it, it's kind of like the start of a domino, and, and more and more things start acting acting accordingly. 
Okay. I, I didn't even know that you could offer an investment package like this to your player. I don't – maybe it's a way to, to supersede the books and then pay him too much money uh, without paying him too much money. Um, but I thought it was really creative financing, and I love creative financing. Yeah. So I thought it was I, pretty cool. I, I have a question. Uh, do you think it's a, it's do you think it's a risk for the player? So, for example, <clears throat> instead of giving you you know more money up front or whatever, we make you you know like an investor in a sense, and now you're getting a percentage. Well, the only way that turns out well is if the the, the stock is the investment right? goes well. So, yeah, so, so it's, 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 go ahead. it's absolutely a risk. Um, because as you know, the, the stock market is a great way to make money. But if you invest in a company and say, say you're highly leveraged, if that company goes bankrupt and they owe money, you now own a percentage of their debt. So it's, it's absolutely a risk. But I see more and more players becoming entrepreneurs. It's pretty well documented. LeBron, even Melo, um, they, they, they're saying that Melo's play has declined because he's so into the entrepreneurial side of things, um, living in Manhattan and working in Manhattan. Um, so I, I think a lot of these threat players are already leveraged. So I, I don't think that that's huge of a deal, but you're right. It is a risk. If, you're, if that owner isn't, isn't a great investor, um, if that owner has issues, if they're, they're close to bankruptcy, if they're giving you part of their business, you're, you're at risk for their obligations. So, yeah, absolutely. Trip, you there? Uh, yeah, I, I guess for me um... – and just to clear up um, what, I, what I said, I, I've seen not deals like this, but similar. And, that, and that's kind of what you just said. And, and, and just being creative, the Oreos did it. The first people I actually saw do it or heard do it was actually your uh, hometown, I guess Miami Marlins is now what they're uh, called. Of course. When they, Wait, they're doing pretty about, good nowadays, I want to point out. Yeah, well, this was about three, three, three years ago, maybe more. It was definitely after the, um, the deal that Tampa Bay third baseman got. But your, your first baseman, he was like 22 years old. They gave him like a $300 million, $300 million contract, but it was for like 15 years. And, mm-hmm. and the thinking behind it, the Orioles, we gave somebody like a 17-year contract it's 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 kind of to what they're giving Neymar, where okay, our books can't cover this right now, but if you want to take a risk that we're going to stay in business and continue paying you the money we say we're going to pay you, then take it. Some people are taking it; it is a risk. Some people aren't. But as you see these numbers, um, you know, me and somebody were talking about uh, the NBA. The NBA is going to really ch- – I think the NBA is going to change the NFL and soccer. Soccer was leading, but now the average NBA player is making the top soccer player money. Like like that's, this Neymar money yeah. you're talking about isn't even That's crazy regular money. money now. Right, that's regular money in the NBA. That's regular well, no, money no, now. No, no, no. Nobody's making $50 million yet, but they're close. They're, they're 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 close, but um, I don't want to say. And I mean, and Neymar. I mean per season, and I mean per season. But 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 Harden just signed a four year, two hundred and two twenty million dollar deal. That's fifty a season. It's over fifty a season. He just signed. I thought it was five years. Two twenty still five year two twenty. That's still 
Well, it's like 40, but, 40. you know, it's, yeah, it's, 40. It's, 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 you know, and, and this is just now that the second year into this new agreement, it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger, you know? Yeah, um, yeah you're right about um, that. Um, it looks like soccer, it looks like soccer's going down the same road. If, if, if NFL doesn't catch up, you know, we're, it, they're kings now, but I can see in 10 years just from, if I was coming up, I could play 50 long career, 50 million a year, play a long career, or like even <laughs> even even Colin Kaepernick. Um, however much money he made, let's say he's, he's made because he signed a, a really big deal. Let's say he's made 140 million in his whole career, but it's pretty much over with. Whether yeah, saying whatever, it was pretty much over with. He was going to be playing backup duty. Had he been a pitcher. Pitchers who barely pitch, they get like twenty million a year. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. twenty, but they get like fifteen, sixteen if you're if you're a premier pitcher and they'll give you a two year contract. So I see a lot of younger players saying, I'ma go out here and play basketball. I'ma go out you know, especially the the head injuries. You, your contract's not guaranteed. Like the NFL's crazy. Like their their bad business is gonna start coming to light. Um but that's a conversation for another day. Uh, back to Neymar, I think like like you got, uh, especially Kevin said, we're going to see more of these um, where to make it work because players want so much. Again, back to what I'm saying, the gatekeepers aren't really gatekeepers anymore. They're having to cut the pot, let more people in. I mean, the same thing's happening with music. Um, LeVar Ball with the, with, with the shoes. He wants a distribution deal. He doesn't want to sign to somebody. I think that whole logic where you're signing someone and giving them money and not cutting them into the profits is kind of over with. Not so over everybody with wants like, points like, on like the package now. Every every or 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 because what, what it, the competition is so great. Another manager said, "Man, I'm gonna give up LeBron. He wants some points on this package. Okay, here, take it. You know what I'm saying? At least I got money." You know, like, right, like you're yeah. saying with um, my uh, Miami Marlins, they're good again. A, 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 a team like them, they always had to get rid of their players because they couldn't keep them. These exotic mm-hmm. deals allow them to keep keep players. Yeah. For the Orioles, it allow us to keep them because we don't have that type of money to give him 25 a year. We just don't. Mm-hmm. But, you know, mm-hmm. if you want to take it for the long run, <laughs> you know, um, um, you know, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. All right, f- final question on this. Um, if you were Neymar, do you go try to build something somewhere else? Or, you know, and cash in, you know what I mean, super cash in. Or do you, do you stay at Barcelona, play second fiddle to the greatest player in my opinion, he can't be the greatest player ever. It's, it's almost too late. It's not too late, but it's almost too late. But, you know, it's going to be arguable if Messi's the greatest player in the world um, and just win championships upon championships upon championships with a storage franchise. What I mean, money, you can be so rich if you're the average person. You can make so much money, you know, you know especially with these guys that, they they are set. They're entrepreneurs. They don't necessarily need another two hundred million dollars. Do you stay where you're at? And is that worth all those championships? Is it worth it 
not signing a huge deal where you may get a championship, but you may not. I'll go back to you, Kevin, since Trip was the talk. Yeah, good question. Um, me personally, if if I'm Neymar, real quick, how old is Neymar at this point? I can't remember. Twenty five. Good grief. His yeah, yeah. I mean, he he, he yeah, signed yeah. with him at like twenty. Twenty one. Um, with with my personality, just for me, for since it's, it's the question is what would I do? Um, mm-hmm. I I'd probably stay with Barcelona. Um, I. I have the type of personality where I, I really thrive off learning off of um, other people, and mm-hmm. uh, being at 25 now at 25, what I've done it, I don't know. I wasn't very smart at 25. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> being completely honest, um, but I, I personally, I'd probably stick around. I mean, the, the money would be great. I mean, I'm sure I'm getting paid really good money he's now. Making, he's making 20 million a season after tax. That's pretty good. It's a pretty good year. Um, <laughs> so the fact that I'd be able to play um, with Messi and, and continue to learn and continue to build on my game, maybe in a few years I'd make that move. Or am I, you know, what I feel confident talking to Barcelona, talking to everyone there, that eventually they'd give me the keys to the kingdom once, once Messi moves on. You know, do I want to be the king of Barcelona or do I want to start over? kind of with, with PSG. I'm not, I'm not as familiar with PSG currently where, where they're ranked or how they're doing and um, in, in their respective league. But yeah, I, I personally, I'd probably stick around a little bit with Barcelona. Okay. Make, makes sense. What about you, Tripp? I already know Tripp. Um, Go ahead. Uh, right. <laughs> well, I, I, I'll throw, I'll throw a, a wild card in there. I have to agree with Kevin. At 25, would I have done it? I don't know. At 25, I probably, I probably would have stayed. Um, me being older, I would say, go on. Um, um, I was talking to somebody, uh, and 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 I know, whatever. I was talking to somebody about, you know, myself in business, and I had worked for my dad, and. Um, I was talking about how I stopped working for him. You know, not not a long story, just going through my business history. And, um, you know, I was talking about how my sister now runs the business. And she was like, um, I was like, sometimes I wish I would have just kept going with that, you know, for the, to keep the flag up. Uh, but then she told me, she said, no, it's better off you went to be your own man because, you are a man, and you should be your own man. And, and, and when she said that, it really got me thinking, and really about a lot, of, a lot of people, and this kind of goes with the Kyrie thing, if you think you can be the man, I think you should go and try to be the man. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, um, a lot of times we do say take the safe route, but if you're supposed to be the man, you're always going to clash with the guy above you. It's just how it is. Um, and this is why I was surprised at, at Kevin's answer. I, I know Kevin, he's a prideful guy. I can't see him, like, with an opportunity to to be the man, not be the man. Like, I just like, – especially meeting Kevin and, and knowing Kevin from the beginning and then him coming out of the military, I, I thought it would be both I, – I'm surprised I'm the only one that just would just be gone. You know what I mean? Or you wouldn't even have to say, say anything to me. Uh, twice, 
well, how many hundred millions that I can be the man? Yeah, I'm gone. Because you know, with but, Messi, but, he's never gonna be he's never gonna be considered the greatest player ever if he stays there. Not I, in my opinion. Not when you're second fiddle on your own team. Honestly, as we talk more about this, and I said the Kyrie thing, it's almost the same situation. It, it's, it's Messi it's, is it like is, LeBron, it is, but it's not. It is, but it's not. But yeah, they're Messi, both Messi. they're both arrogant. They're both arrogant <laughs> behind closed doors. <laughs> behind closed doors. <laughs> uh, but I mean, like super arrogant behind closed doors. But then on the field, they're like can do anything and everything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, they're breaking all the records, but he's just like LeBron. LeBron to me will never be known as the greatest. He just, right. you know, just like you said with uh, Messi, too much. The time has passed. <laughs> all right, I want to, I want to change, I want to change my answer. Here's what. Hold on. Here's, just, here's what I want to say. I just know all of us. Well, hold on. No, no, go ahead. I want to, this is what I want to say. I think, Dwayne, you're absolutely right. I think at 25, I probably would have jumped out and wanted to be the man. At 25, I was very prideful. But now as I've gotten older, <laughs> as, as I've gotten older, I really I could care less about being the man. So I think probably at my age now, I'd probably stick with Barcelona. At 25, I probably would jump ship and think that I would be king. Can, sorry, just wanted to clear that up. You're absolutely right. Okay, good, good. Good. Well, I don't. I have a good memory, and I, 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 I. It's interesting to see all of our personalities go the direction that it goes. And the twenty-five-year-old Kevin, he might have left before this. Deal. I probably would have tried to start my own soccer-like club. I got this. Uh, well, see, that, that's what I was gonna say. Um, and Messi, this would be our Messi. It would be not not Messi, Neymar. Sorry, back to Neymar. If, 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 and this is me in that position. Or or Neymar, is it? Do you want to retire and have the rest of your career be in soccer, coach, ownership, um, somebody looks at prospects, you know, investor, anything, or do you want to do something else outside of soccer? If you want to do something outside of soccer, stay in Barcelona. You got the good job, you know, whatever you want to do with that, you know, just do doing your free time because you already know what you're supposed to be doing. If you if you know you want a career in soccer and, and maybe become an investor or maybe even 20 years from now start your own team, um, you know, LeBron always talks about he's going to be the first player to own his own team, then I'd say go to PSG or go to any team that's going to give you, like, ownership or, or, or put you a part of the ownership group. Okay. I that, wouldn't just go for the fair, money. Fair. To leave to Barcelona, I would need – not just more money, but yeah, I would need piece of the profit. Well, the, the money, so I the money, of... I think, the money, I think, is the bragging right. Like after you get the fifty million dollars, like really, who cares? If you make fifty trip, I want to make fifty one. I want to be the highest paid player. I want to be the best player, and I think that's the mentality of a lot of these guys. The big thing for me is, and to answer your question, Kevin, PSG is that team that's trying to get to that Barcelona, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Juventus level, where they're just a story franchise and they have a culture, and they're right there. They have the money. They just yeah. don't have the accolades yet. So gotcha. that's why this, this move is so aggressive. Deep and pocket. At 25, deep top pocket. At 25, for me to say that I'm the highest paid and I brought a culture, like your name – 
your name's going to ring bells. Your name's going to echo in the rafters when you're, when you're 80 years old sitting in the stands if you deliver. And that's kind of really what attracted to me. They're going to build that house on my back, and I'm going to get paid for it. Because a lot of players in the past have built the houses that they play in, and they don't get really much. They get, they get two nickels to rub together when they leave. He's going to be part owner. When he walks in, that's his. He can say, okay, all those people over there, they got to go. I'm well, owner well really, I'm sorry, gentlemen, he's not even just part owner, but he's, he's part of the real money, which is outside of, outside of soccer. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. So he's, <laughs> he's part he's of the real, he's owning, the real He's owning part of the city, and he's owning part of Europe. So when he goes yeah. into a fancy restaurant, hey, I'm gonna go, it's just going to be me and my lady tonight. All these people, their reservations can wait. Like, that's the kind of company that he's in automatically by signing this deal. And this deal, I think, is, is just the beginning. It's only going to go higher when he delivers. I feel like this is what he needs to take that mantle on his shoulder as the best player in the world. He hasn't, he hasn't claimed that yet. And, and I, I, I don't know about you guys. I know he's not your favorite type of player, Trip. But to me, by default, he's, gonna, he's the next generation. You know, Ronaldo's I, 30, Messi's 30. I mean, yeah. Bale's 28. I don't think he's ever going to be there. I think he got it one time. But I don't think he's I like, that consistent. Go ahead. I like his skill set better than Messi's. I don't, I don't like it better than Cristiano, but I definitely like it better than Messi. And I, I used to use him with Brazil. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely effective. Definitely can do well, anything. Well, I just mean because he's, he, he's, you know, he dives a lot. And he's not that muscle package. He's definitely a He scores goals. Touch. I know. He does. That's what I he do like about goals. him. Yeah. He puts he that does. ball in the back of the net at a consistent he pace. He's not going to give you great defense. But, you know, no, if you no. need goals of any he's sort, got he got you. He got yep. you. He, he, uh, of and, the most and, and he, extravagant sort. I think the most extravagant goal. Right, right. <laughs> and and he's coming into his prime. Truthfully, I think, I think, I think I saw something saying he's not going to say what he's going to do with this deal until they get back from this tour. But I think he's going to take it. It's hard not to. Yeah, I, I think he's gone. I, I don't think he wanted to leave. But when they they came to him and was like points on the package, signing now, bonus, what, you're the man. And I didn't know, but they're getting Alexis Sanchez, so they're, they're trying to build their team too. I don't know how they're going to do it because they've maxed out their money for spending for the year. But, you know, who knows with these creative deals. Now, um, um, let me ask you this, or, and, and you might know this, what's the transfer fee? Say it again? What's the transfer fee? $259 million U.S. Yeah. Like, I, I was I talking to somebody, <laughs> and they just found out, found out about a transfer fee, and they were like, oh, they shouldn't have that. I'm like, you know, baseball, it's like the same amount, you know. If you want to talk to the, the next great Asian player, you're you're paying over $100 million just to sit down and talk. <laughs> I, I think a lot of – I think I – think, uh, yeah, I know. That's a quarter of a billion dollars. What does that even mean? Um, just to sign but, him. You got to give up a quarter billion to sign him. <laughs> just to sign him. But, you know, what's he going to make you in jersey sales and in, in, in gonna, arena sales? I mean, look what Steph Curry did for Under Armour's um, stock price. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, made, you made 15% when you signed this guy? Like, 
I didn't know these players were worth that much, but obviously they are because people are spending the money. Um, but, yeah, these, these numbers are getting insane. I, I don't even really – I can't compute them. Um, I'm just really happy these guys are, are getting paid what they're worth, and I hope they yeah, do they agreed. do well for it and their, their families can benefit and they don't go into bankruptcy. That, that's that's my hope for them. Um, that's that's pretty much it for me. Did you, did you have any closing thoughts, Trip? No. Um, um, uh, you know, I think I think uh, Neymar and Kyrie need to are, are making the right decisions and looking for new options. Um, you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta be the bull. <laughs> you know, jump on my back. I I agree. You you won't know what you were until you push yourself past your limits. Kevin, closing thoughts. Closing thoughts. Messi is the greatest of all time. (laughs) For some reason, I knew he was going to say it. It's because he looks like him. That's why. That's like his brother on his mother's sister's side. It's because because I can look him eye to eye when I have a conversation. Uh, uh, Is uh, is, is, is he part of your tribe? Is that what it is? Is it somewhere down in the line? <laughs> I feel like Messi uh, plays soccer the way I play basketball. You, you know, you just go all out. That's why. If, if you play soccer, I, I could see your game being like Messi, to be honest with you. And it probably um, would be one-legged, too, just to be honest. Because <laughs> I would just practice with on one, one leg my whole life. <laughs> you try the other leg. It's not needed. Cut it off. <laughs> uh, my closing thought. Uh, these people have way too much money, and I need to figure out a way to help them spend it. Um, other than that, stay classy, San Diego. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.